B98.5's Tad and Drex Show podcast. Helping you catch up on what you missed. What is your greatest physical achievement or accomplishment? I don't think we've ever asked a question like this, but we can start small. I think we're all kind of blown away by this gentleman. He's 61 years old and he's a school bus driver that lives in Canton. His name is Jeff West. And he recently traded in his school bus for some hiking gear over Christmas break and went to track Mount Everest. What? He traveled solo for 45 hours from Atlanta to Kathmandu. His wife was not interested in going on this trip with him. Then he hiked for 11 days total, finally reaching the South Base Camp, which is more than 17,000 feet above sea level. So even though Jeff is in pretty great shape for a 61-year-old, he still had some issues. My guy knew I was having trouble. He said, sir, you've got to ask yourself, do you want this? And I thought to myself, well, I'm not going to travel better than a week and miss it by five hours. This dude is 61 years old 61. and hiked up Mount Everest. Yeah. Not even to the base camp. I debate like getting out of bed to go pee sometimes. I know. I, too know, much I, know I know. So I said yeah. we would start small. Greatest physical accomplishment. Now, I, I don't know, like before 2000, I was, I like in 2000, I started like running late 90s, early mm-hmm. 2000s. Mm-hmm. I started running, trying to get into shape and stay in shape and stuff like that. But before that, I was like Lizzo. Like, I really embraced my body mm-hmm. the way that it was. And so the greatest, I mean, that I'm proud of, greatest physical accomplishment was I completed in the same year. The four-plate challenge at the Hong Kong buffet, which means I went to the <laughs> buffet four times Good for you. in one sitting. Dad. And then uh, in, in the same year, I went to this place called the Nordic Lodge. It's in suburban Rhode Island. Mm-hmm. And I ate six lobsters. They had an all-you-can-eat oh buffet gosh. that included lobster, and I went for six I've had the twin ladies before, but to go for six, that stuff, it tastes like rubber. Did you get a T-shirt? No shirt. (laughs) I had to pay full price, and it was half day. Oh, man. Robin and Dawsonville, greatest physical achievement? I saved a life. When I was a little girl, I was like seven years old. We were in summer camp, and we went to the YMCA to swim in, like, their big Olympic-sized pool. And Mm -hmm. there was a little boy named Chris, and he must not have been able to swim, and he fell off of, like, a boogie board. (gasps) And I looked around, and I was kind of holding on to the side, being, like, this little skinny, frail girl. I knew that I could swim on my back, and I could kind of scale the water. So I swam out to the deep end, and I saved this little boy's life. And the little boy just smiled at me. I remember how cute he was. Are you still in touch with them? Are you guys Facebook friends, anything like that? No, I wish, because he was a doll. But I was, like, probably in third grade. He was probably in third grade, too. But, Chris, if you're out there. (laughs) (laughs) I was a blonde, and I'm from Flint, Michigan, and I'm single. (laughs) Listen, saving a boy's life at the YMCA is very impressive. Yeah. But did I mention that these lobsters were, like, pound and a half (laughs) and butter? (laughs) P98.5. I'm Tag. Good morning, Drew. Good Kara. Good morning. <laughs> <laughs> wow, how incredible. I mean, 40 years later, Georgia Dogs National Championship. 
It's incredible. It happened with the Braves mm-hmm. and now Georgia. I mean, it's been a big year. The state of Georgia. We're we're, we're sports town USA now. <laughs> Falcons. Oh, they, they have next a chair. Per- they got a participation <laughs> award. It's okay. <laughs> uh, but my uh, my wife, who uh, April went to Georgia for four years, ended up getting her master's there, and then I paid off those debts. But um, <laughs> nevertheless, very excited last night. And uh, as the clock ticked down to zero, she got pretty emotional. So long. Especially after what happened four years ago. <laughs> I mean, 40 years. <laughs> oh my gosh. Had this happened, say, when you were in your 20s, how much of a different scene would that have been? Like, I think about some Georgia friends who are in their 20s now. It would have just been like, tearful moment shared yeah. between a couple it's adorable yeah she wasn't the only one to get emotional oh, i saw a couple yeah. of grown men get emotional last night being my husband and my father crying oh yeah after this so honestly i was worried driving into work this morning because i figured there'd be so many drunks on the road little did i know that everybody was just curled up on their sofas weeping right. in each other's <laughs> arms there you go. is there anything harder than turning the other cheek you know, you've you've been done dirty, and you're supposed to be mature and take the high road and not retaliate. Mm. Well, not today, and not me, Nick Saban. There was what? 50 seconds to go in that game last night, and the dogs were up by 15 points. It was over. Now, did Nick Nick Saban let the clock run out and let Kirby Smart and the Georgia Bulldogs enjoy this national championship moment, or no? Was he trying to run last-minute plays, throw the ball oh, down the field, gosh. call timeouts, and stop the clock? Oh, and do his job? No. The, <laughs> the game so, was over. It was such a a, a, a low-class, no-sportsmanship move. Oh, Wait. But- it was a, Hang on a second now. Let me just clarify what you're saying. Yeah. What I think you're saying yeah. is that – Nick Saban was classless in that he played a full 60-minute <laughs> football game and that he didn't just hand over the national championship considering it would be too difficult for them to come. They weren't coming back. Right. So just stop. Just stop. Let okay. let, let, oh, let your former assistant, Kirby Smart, enjoy this moment. You got beat. So like I said, <laughs> have you ever heard the expression uh, – Act like you've been there before. <laughs> well, I haven't been there before. It's been 40 years, and I wasn't alive the last time Georgia right? won, so I don't know what it's like. So so Nick Saban's going to do that. I'm going to do this. This is for you, buddy. Alabama fans are pompous. They're smelly and cross-eyed. Nick Saban likes his players to sleep on a bed made of lies. They like to say that they're rough and tough, but when I go to your school... All the students there, they idolize Honey Boo Boo and Cow Poo. Lip rings, Frito Lays, all the things you buy when it's payday. You eat buffets with no teeth at all. 54 seconds to go. Keely Ringo with about a 75 yard return. Let the celebration begin. Their quarterback's a weirdo. He likes to go online. He bought an Amazon Echo and didn't even use Prime. What's the first thing a Bama fan does once he gets a degree? He gets a job and then he says, Can I take your order, please? 
hot wings, ashtrays, the things you buy on Mother's Day, Colgate, no way, why, there's no teeth at all. <laughs> Your move, Nick. Your move. Holy moly. No more That's teeth. It, baby. There's no, no, yeah, more, no more song no more at all teeth. either. No teeth, no song. <laughs> we keep up with what's happening. So we can tell you about the stuff that matters. Tad Drex and Kara's Info to Go is on B98.5. Good morning. We are protected by Breda Pest Management. They handle bugs and critters. Sunny, clear, cold today with a high of 48. It's 32 in Midtown. How about them dogs? How about them dogs? Snap to Young. Drops back. Pressure from the edges. He throws near sideline. And it's intercepted. Intercepted. Keely Ringo at the 21. Off he goes. 40, 50, 45, 40, 35, 30. Near sideline. Breaks the tackle. 20, 15, 10, 5. (laughs) Touchdown. 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 Georgia. Even the press booth is going crazy. (laughs) It was awesome. So looking at Saturday in Athens for a big celebration and parade, we'll get more details as they start ironing everything out this week. And if you're looking for your official gear, Academy Sports and Outdoors and Dick Sporting Goods are going to open up early today and we'll have all your goodies. Well, it looks like this afternoon we're going to be getting a presidential visit. We've got both President Biden and Madam Vice President Harris in town to discuss voting rights and to honor Dr. Martin Luther King Jr. So they're expected to fly into Hartsfield-Jackson and then head over to Clark Atlanta University and Morehouse College to speak. And then they're going to go lay a wreath at the burial sites of Dr. King and Miss Coretta Scott King. Then they'll be ending their day over at Ebenezer Baptist Church before heading back to the airport. So expect your commute this afternoon to be a bit wonky, especially in those areas. Now, what would you guys consider to be one of your greatest personal accomplishments? Watching the dogs win the national championship. Think about last that night. for a minute. <laughs> Think about that for a minute. Sixty-one-year-old school bus driver Jeff West is from Canton, and he just completed the trip of a lifetime. He traded his school bus in for some hiking gear, and over Christmas break, began the trek to Mount Everest. Now he traveled solo for forty-five hours from Whoa. Atlanta to Kathmandu in Nepal, and then hiked for eleven days total, finally Whoa. reaching the South Base Camp, which is more than seventeen thousand feet above sea level. Now, even though he's in pretty good shape at 61, he still had some major issues. My guy knew I was having trouble. He said, sir, you've got to ask yourself, do you want this? And I thought to myself, well, I'm not going to travel better than a week and miss it by five hours. So he pushed it all the way and made it to his goal. And and now I think he just wants to go on a cruise next time. (laughs) Listen to that, though. He hiked for 11 days to get to the Base the camp. base camp, exactly. Exactly. Like that's like having to run six marathons to get to the starting line of a marathon. <laughs> marathon. That sounds like some crap you would do. <laughs> that's true. It's hard to ask for forgiveness. Is it too late now to say sorry? So Tad Drex and Kara are here to help you do it. Forgive and forget is on B98.5. Dan, explain to me how you're worried that a former coworker of yours might get you fired from your new job. Do I have this right? Uh, yeah, basically. What happened? So I had this new job, and we were looking to fill a, a position. And I remembered an old coworker of mine from my old job named Melissa. Okay. So I thought, man, she would be great at this. She's got the experience. You know, she's done this kind of thing before. And so. I invited her out to dinner, and I was trying to tell her what 
what was going on and how she'd be great at this job. And she kind of like, I don't know, it was weird. She, she got up and she went to the bathroom and she's basically left. And all right. How long have you been out of your former position? How long ago were you working with her? Well, that's the thing I'm kind of worried about. It hasn't been long. And uh, I'm worried about she might go back to my old employer and say I'm trying to poach employees, and right. I signed a document. You did sign a document, yeah, saying that you would not go back and try to hire old employees, and that you're yeah. still within that window. You are basically like Michael Scott leaving Dunder Mifflin right. to start the <laughs> Michael Scott Paper Company. Well, it, it, Dan, is it weird though that she it, in the middle just got up and left? I mean, did you did you guys not have a good rapport? I mean, did you guys not have a good relationship when you worked together originally? I thought we did. Maybe we did have a good relationship then, but now she got offended that I was trying to take her from her position. I thought it was kind of a compliment that I, you know, had that much faith in her and was going to say, hey, you know, this could be a better position for you. If she's loyal to that company she's working for and you're going asking around for cocktails so you can try to lure her over to a new company, she might have been scared that she was breaking the rules, Mm. that she was complicit in all of this. I've had that thought. Because what will happen is is your old company will come suing your new company because you did this. Yeah, yeah. That's that's kind of what I'm worried about. (laughs) Yeah. Let's get on that for you, (laughs) shall we? We'll call her in a couple of minutes and try to help you out, all right? That would be great. Thanks, guys. You goofed. And now you need forgiveness. I'm sorry. Tad, Drex, and Kara are going to help you ask for it. Forgive and Forget is on B98.5. Dan took a former colleague named Melissa out for drinks to try to lure her over to his new company, and she disappeared. And now he's worried that she's gone back and ratted him out and that his old company will sue his new company for poaching employees. Oh, it's a mess. It's a darn mess. Dan, sit tight. We're going to talk to Melissa here and find out what's going on. Hello? Morning. Is this Melissa? This is Melissa. Yeah, this is Tad Drex and Kara. We're at B98.5. How are you? Is there something that I can help you with? <laughs> there is. <laughs> um, we were just curious about how your job is going. We heard that you might be getting recruited to a new company. Is that correct? Uh, yeah, I was actually recruited uh, kind of out of the blue. Ooh, so did you accept the offer? Um, well, actually, I would have, but the situation just isn't right. Situation like... But like low pay or bad benefits? Well, it's more of a um, personal situation. Um, I can't really see myself working for someone that I have feelings for, especially if they don't feel the same way. All right. So you know the guy who would be your boss, and you have feelings for this person, like romantic feelings for this person. I do, and it's that's why it's a little confusing, and uh, you know, it's just kind of a weird situation. I've never, I've never had to navigate this right. kind of situation before. Is that, is so. that person that you're talking about named Dan by chance? Uh, yes. <laughs> All right. Before we go any further, Melissa. We need to let you know Dan is actually on the line with us. We do a feature on our show called Forgive and Forget, and he wanted our help asking your forgiveness for that very dinner that you're talking about. Yeah, and and I think maybe it's fair to ask Melissa, I think you're in a tough situation right now. Are you okay with moving forward? Like, we don't want to out you. Uh, Well, wait, he's on the line? He is. I got to be honest, Melissa, I I had no clue that you had 
feelings for me like that, especially after you left pretty abruptly. Yeah, why did you leave the dinner? Well, when you invited me for a drink, I was super excited because I was thinking that maybe it was a date. Um, Mm. And then I realized that it was just, you know, all business. You were just asking me about joining your company. I just felt really stupid. And so I just, you know, I had to kind of collect myself in the restroom and get out of there. Yeah, I God, I hate that I made you feel that way. That was not my intention. Not your intention? No, not at all. What was your intention? Well, I thought if I could... Okay, as long as we're putting everything on the table, I thought if I could convince Melissa to join my team, we'd spend more time together, and I'd be able to tell her how I feel. Oh. How do you feel about what? Well, I've kind of had a crush on you for years couple years now. What? Oh, oh, my gosh. So we just made a love connection here. Melissa? I mean, this is definitely crazy, especially 7 in the morning. Right. <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, so, Melissa, like I said, this is called Forgive and Forget. Are you willing to forgive Dan for what he thought was, you know, him poaching you? He thought you were offended by the fact that he was trying to get you to come over and work with him. Maybe now you want to work with him. Well, maybe now you um, want to go on a real date. I mean, you know, I'm up for anything. <laughs> <laughs> if Tinder had a radio show. Right. <laughs> <laughs> Tinder and Monster. Like, yeah. On the next Forgive and Forget on B98.5. Coming up tomorrow, Michelle spent the first half of last night's game looking for a lost item while her best friend brooded over her. Brooded. Haven't heard that word in a while. Sounds menacing. Tomorrow morning (laughs) at 7, forgive and forget. Answer more questions than Kara. Grab a quick hundred bucks. But she won't make it easy. It's Are You Smarter Than Kara on B98.5. Good morning, Megan Monticello. Hey, good morning. Good morning. Would you kick our pop culture princess out of the studio for us? Get out of here, Kara. I'm gone, Megan. Good luck. All right. Kara is going to step out of the studio. We're going to ask you these five pop culture trivia questions. Then we'll bring Kara back in. We'll ask her the same exact questions. And if you can answer more right than Kara, she's going to have to pay you $100 of her own money. Are you ready? Yes. All right, Megan, question one. Judge Judy has set up a $5 million scholarship fund at her alma mater. What's the name of the wooden hammer that a judge bangs on their desk? Starts with the letter Uh, G. Gavel. Number two, John Deere has revealed their first driverless tractor. What two colors does John Deere use on its equipment? Green and yellow. Number three, Clay Aiken has filed paperwork to run for Congress in the state of North Carolina. Back in 2003, Clay was runner-up to Ruben Studdard on what singing competition? American Idol. Number four, Georgia Bulldogs took down Alabama last night to win their first national championship in 40 years. In what city do the dogs play Florida every year? Mmm. <laughs> I'm not it's sure. Neutral territory, yeah. coastal Florida. So Tallahassee. Number five, an autopsy report says Betty White passed away due to a stroke. She suffered six days before her passing. Before moving to the Sunshine State, her Golden Girls character grew up in what state? Now, that's the character, Rose yeah, Nyland. Rose Nyland, yeah. Grew up in what state? Florida. 
All right, I'm going to bring Kara back in. All right, Megan Amatisello, not great with her geography, but nailed those other questions. So we'll see what happens. We know Kara's <laughs> running on about 90 minutes of sleep. Here we go. Kara, ready for the same questions? Ready. Number one, Judge Judy set up a $5 million scholarship fund at her alma mater. What's the name of the wooden hammer that a judge bangs on their desk? It's a gavel. That's what Megan said, one-to-one. Number two, John Deere revealed their first driverless tractor. What two colors does John Deere use on its equipment? Those are green and yellow. Looks like a big Green Bay Packers going down <laughs> yeah. the farm fields. All right, that's what Megan said, two to two. Number three, Clay Aiken has filed paperwork to run for Congress in the state of North Carolina. In 2003, he was the runner-up to the Velvet Teddy Bear, Ruben Stuttered. On what singing competition? American Idol. So velvety. That's what Megan said. We're knotted up at three. <laughs> ah, number oh, four. No. George Bulldogs took down Bama last night to win their first national championship in 40 years. In what city do the dogs play Florida every year? Jacksonville. Yeah, Tad gave Megan a hint and said, Coastal oh, Florida Town. And Megan said, the most landlocked city in Florida, <laughs> Tallahassee. <laughs> <laughs> All right, uh, it's four to three right now. Finally, number five, an autopsy report says Betty White passed away due to a stroke she suffered six days before her passing. Before moving to the Sunshine State, her Golden Girls character, Rose, grew up in what state? Minnesota? Yeah, what was the name of that town, Ted? St. Olaf. Okay. My hometown was founded by Heinrich von Andergrenen. <laughs> First man to ever can tuna in its own natural juices. There you go. Oh. Megan, that's the right answer. Uh, final score that's right. is five to three. Megan and Monticello, good game, but are you smarter than Kara? No. All right, Kara, your new record 1,189 <laughs> wins and 38 losses. Sorry, Megan. Good job. Thank you. We play every weekday, 635 and 735 on B98.5. Thanks for listening to the Tad and Drug Show podcast. Subscribe for automatic updates and listen live weekdays from 5 to 9 a.m. on B98.5.